Graphic tees, both are oh artists as well. Oh, oh, my my oh my god! Oh my god! Both got. L- it kind of ruins the whole. It kind of ruins the whole indie look of it when there's two people wearing it. Uh, both got luscious mo's as well. Mm, exactly, exactly, and luscious curls on top as well. So it's just almost Save we pretty makes. much looking alike. It's why people always confuse us, Tim. I know it is fair. You're just the uh, the white version of me. Exactly, I am the paler version of you. That's what everyone always says. Always also, says. if there's if there's fucking there's um, we're getting new like flooring put in so if you can hear like a screeching in the back I do apologize. oh I thought that was the birds that Mankin hadn't killed barehanded yet <laughs> I, was, uh, I wasn't sure what that sound was no I did but unfortunately unfortunately oh, they've got Jesus. kids there oh, no. which so I didn't know about so I'm going to have to now kill the so baby you've, birds you've orphaned them now got, oh, tell you what. this week you are a Last bad man you are a gotta bad do man gotta do gotta do it no, the birds are good this week. It's Tim's fucking flooring, which I'm not not ready for. Thirty three minutes of podcast. Just here, fucking. <laughs> I'll make sure to mute myself for the entire time. Just by Ben spitting absolute facts about Super Bowl pro- player props. He's just predicted the. He's just predicted the score in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Get Around Podcast. I'm Ben Gray, and alongside me, as they always are, we have Zach Macon and Tim Pereira. Today, if you're an NBA fan, we got nothing for you. It's going to be an NFL special. We've got NFL awards and an NFL Super Bowl preview. But first, we're going to start with the awards. Tim has racked off who he has for MVP and, and the like, and he's going to let me and Megan know what he thinks is going to happen. These are going to be the exact predictions, right, Tim? Like, there's no real room for being wrong here, right? Like, no. if you're wrong, you're going to get flamed. You do realize that. 100%. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't still on mute. Yeah, I'm going to bang through a few awards. Um, and we're going to start off with... Yeah, you heard me, Ben. We're going to start off with a, a, a bit of a smaller award. Not a lot of people kind of look at it. Executive of the Year. And I wanted to throw this one in because I had him somewhat as a um, as a coach of the year candidate, but it's Billy B, Bill Belichick. I think what we what he did with the offseason, how how he um, what he did in the offseason, him, Mac Jones, that team got to the playoffs, overperformed, and I think no one really is going to kind of compete with him. Maybe the Rams um, GM if they win the Super Bowl for picking up all these pieces. But in saying that you, he traded for big names, not necessarily, you know, build a team around a rookie quarterback. Coach of the year, I've got two, but I think Mike Rabel is going to take it out. Titans were injury-ridden all season and still won the conference. But Zach Taylor for the Bengals, they were predicted to they pre, they were predicted to win six games and they're now in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, Zach Taylor. Oh, you know what? Effort. I'm going. I'm going with Zach Taylor. There's going to be a. There's going to be a bit of a. Um, you know, a trend going on today. Um, comeback player of the year. He's also the Super Bowl MVP this year. Jamal. Uh, jo- Joey B. Joey B. The King. He's going to win Super Bowl MVP and he's won Comeback Player of the Year. Defensive Rookie of the Year. It's pretty clear. Micah Parsons. He could be the be- one of the best prospects coming out of the draft ever. Um, people have compared him to Lawrence Taylor. He's also the first rookie in 25 years to record 80 tackles and 10 sacks in a season. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Again, pretty obvious. Jamar Chase. Mac Jones maybe made a bit of a case for it, you know, coming to the end of the year. But I think Jamar Chase was dominant, dominant on all fronts. And he's had a great season for a wide receiver in general. Nevertheless, a rookie. 
Defensive player of the year, again, pretty easy. TJ Watt tied the all-time record for sacks. Um, you know, he was probably one of the main, you know, factors that the the Steelers got to the playoffs, even though they, you know, got destroyed in the first round, in the wildcard round, but that's okay. All right. I'm gonna do the MV well, actually no, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the offensive player of the year. And I'm going with Cooper Cup. And the reason why he had probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest single seasons a wide receiver has ever had. He had the most yards, most touchdowns, I'm pretty sure the most um, yards per game and also the most, um, I'm pretty sure it was like the most, he was number one in um, yards per catch or, or he was close to it. So it was incredible. MVP, this one might ruffle a few feathers. So I haven't got Tom Brady because he wasn't even the best quarterback last season, so I can't see him being in contention for the ward. Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he gets it this year. Okay. Or I wish he doesn't get... And no, and the reason why I said okay. that, although I think he deserves it, I actually think that one, there's two reasons. First of all, the vaccine situation, I think that's actually going to play a massive part in this. Two... Um, he has, there's a lot of power, uh, a lot of player empowerment coming from Aaron Rodgers at the moment. Who doesn't like that? Owners and executives. They love mm-hmm. to be in charge. And then three, I've got Jonathan Taylor as my MVP. One, he was actually voted oh, most, man. he's voted most oh, by the man. players. On, the reason why he wouldn't win it is because one, the Colts didn't make the playoffs. Mm. And two, there's going to be bias towards quarterbacks. But I just got a weird feeling that Jonathan Taylor may somehow scrape through because they don't want to give it to Aaron Rodgers and because Tom Brady wasn't even the best quarterback in the league. God, it was going pretty well there until... Jonathan Man, Taylor's yeah, you were doing really well. God, the um, running back on an 8-8. Eight eight, was it 8-8? Eight eight? I know. Indianapolis I know, Colts. Manx. But if there was ever going to be a year, if there was ever going to be... And I, I think... Well, look, I, I think Aaron Rodgers... I just think outside circumstances prevent Aaron Rodgers from getting it, even though so you're he getting, deserves it. You're getting political. You're going to say yep. that because Rodgers yep. didn't get a vaccine, he will not win NFL MVP. Yes. And also Tim, because he's showing... Just clip that little bit. Tim, <laughs> Tim, do you know how many times in the history of the NFL a player has won MVP and not gone to the playoffs? I'm going to say zero. You're lucky. It's two. The last time it happened was 1973, and it was OJ. That didn't so, did it. Well, he does so, not miss. So. so he does not miss, but, like, come on, man. I think we're better than this. I think the NFL doesn't need more controversy at the moment, right? And I think if they give it to Jonathan Taylor, it's going to be really obvious why they gave it to Jonathan Taylor. And yeah, they, got a whole, they got their own problems going on at the moment. They don't yeah. need to add more fuel to the fire. They've already, um, they've already got the longest yard volume two coming out with Sean Watson and <laughs> Alvin Kamara. <laughs> like they, are, they are not in a good place right now. I think they want to avoid any of that. I also want to go back to your... Yeah, you go back. I was no, going to say, no, you know you who's football go, fans? The Deep South. And you know where the Deep South love? Mm. They, oh. they, they, look, they're, they're pro-choice down there. They're, they don't care. <laughs> they, they think they're going to be happy? That, you think Adele's going to ruin the Deep yeah. South relationship? Come on, man. Yeah, no. Nah. Open your Come eyes, on, Tim. Man, Tim. Think about that. Look, but- look. I'm just, hey, I'm hopeful for it. I'm hopeful for it. Whether this is just putting it out into the universe and giving it positive affirmations. Because I'll be honest, I don't want Aaron Rodgers to win. I don't think he deserves to win it. I, well, I think he does deserve to win it, but... Because it's this year. 
like because of yeah because he's been ridiculous this year. But I think I think John like it was it was Derrick Henry's award to win. So I think Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Lest we is, forget. Lest we forget. The real ones forget, know, man. The real ones know. He's a close second. Game. He's a close second. I'm just so sick of a quarterback winning the winning the we award. It was so damn close for that one. Can we also jump back to your coach of the year? I think you should have stuck with your original pick of Mike Mike Grable. Like, dude, like you said, the amount of injuries that the Titans had, you literally lost yeah. King Henry. Like, listen, Zach Taylor did well winning the AFC North, but we realized that the AFC North sucked anyway, right? So it's not like that was that big of an accomplishment. And if it's... Is the Coach of the Year award, okay. is, does that include postseason as well? Or is that just... No, I feel like that has a little bit... I don't know if it's if it supposed is, to. Obviously f- give it to Zach. Right, obviously, I think it's, obviously yeah. give it to Zach. I think they always have to do regular, regular season. Because yeah, right. otherwise, it just goes to the Super Bowl coach. It would go every year, obviously. Exactly. Right, and I mean, a, a number one seeded Titans on in an AFC where no one other than us picked them to be the number one seed. I That's mean, true. like, it's it'd probably be a bit of a shock to everybody else. So, yeah, <laughs> you, you stick with that one. Stick to your guns on that one, Tim. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I just, I just love this Bengals. Like, I'm trying to ride the Bengals all the way because... There's not a lot going for them in the in the Super Bowl. God, you're such a hater. God, you're such a hater. Shall we? Let's jump to the Super Bowl. Let's, yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. We've got Rams, Bengals. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I think this is going to be a really fun Super Bowl. I mean, that's what everyone said when the Rams were going to play the Patriots back in the day, but that didn't end up very well. So we've got fingers crossed. This isn't one of the most boring Super Bowls of all time. Max, let's start with you. How are you feeling for the Super Bowl? And what's your case for your winner? Or who's your pick here? Oh, give me my pick. Damn, I was hoping I'd go last for the pick. <laughs> Look, I'll give. I've got the case for both teams, and then I think I'll cut. I'll round back to the winner at the end. If we were, I was, I'll start with the Rams. Okay. In my opinion, I've said. I think I said this for at least three weeks in a row now. The four-man pass rush of the Rams is the best I've ever seen, and everyone's saying that the Bengals. It doesn't matter that the Bengals give up twenty sacks a game because ISO Iceman Joe just gets it done. You can't tell me the tight the Titans game when they had nine sacks on them. It's still one. Like Tannehill blew that game, so I feel like he almost got to wash that one away. The Chiefs and the Raiders, they didn't have the personnel to rush four against the Bengals and provide much uh, trouble. This this Rams this Rams pass rush is a whole different animal. I think Joe Burrow's gonna have no time to throw the ball, and he's gonna have to be pretty damn exceptional to win this. Um, the other thing is Bengals. If you're thinking the Rams are gonna win, the Bengals they're not gonna be able to run that ball. And from what we've seen, if the Rams can shut down the Niners with Debo, they definitely can shut down Joe Mixon and them boys back there. Like, look, Selling I think Joe it's going to... Joe short. Damn, my guy. What sorry, sorry. Oh, Joe Mixon. Hey, about me? Him. I mean, Jeez, he's no Debo. Geez. He's no Debo. That's all I want to say. Um, yeah. So I think for the Rams, man, I think it's going to come to... Can Stafford not lose it? I think that's yep. the summary for the Rams. For 100%. Sure. Tim, how do you feel about Rams-Bengals as a matchup? All right. So even looking at like I, I went on I went on the old trusty the um athletic and had a look at some of the metrics. So mm-hmm. defensively, rush DVOA, defensive DVOA, and offensive DVOA, the Rams have had like consistently the Rams have the advantage. So the the really in depth stats, it looks like the Rams have pretty much the advantage on every single front. Um, in terms of the win rate and sack rate. Um, they're both in the Rams' favor with the, like you said, Manx, and like you just kind of preached. The defensive line in a four-man rush is that Rams could be, uh, on the Rams, that could be one of the greatest of all time. And against this Bengals team, 
and, and that offensive line doesn't look good. Um, and also, of course, that if there's a tendency to blitz, what's going to happen? Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr. They're going to start to they're going to start to cook because Matt Stafford has the highest EPA or best expected points added when he's blitzed, and I'm pretty sure it's like 15 and one against the blitz. So the only way that the Bengals are really going to they they need to apply pressure essentially without blitzing, which they did against the Chiefs in the second half. But they're going to have to do that against Matt Stafford the entire game. In saying that, there is something about this Chiefs team. I don't know what it is. All the advanced metrics, everything is like, there's no way, one, they should be in this situation. But two, there's no way they should beat the Rams. But I can't put my finger on it. There is something about it. There is something about this it's team. It's about the heart down there, down there in Cincinnati, it's isn't what it's it? About. It's what it's, it's about. It's all about heart. It's all about heart. Good players can only get you so far, Tim. Good players can only get you so far. A little bit of heart takes you a little long way. I feel the exact same. I feel like my, my brain and every prediction on the internet is telling me to take the Rams just because, like, on paper, this, this team should just absolutely whitewash the Bengals. And I think the most important one, like you said, Mankin, is the pass rush because the Bengals' O-line is just doo-doo water and you know Jamar Chase coming up against the likes of Jalen Ramsey how's that gonna go right and you need those other wide receivers to step up and is that gonna happen this is such a young team let's like I mentioned some big names there Jalen Ramsey I mentioned Jamar Chase Tim let's swing back to you who is I'll go Bengals for you you like the Bengals who is the top two most important players on that Bengals team and is it just Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase? It's T. Higgins. Nice. It's T. Higgins and... Cool. It's T. Higgins and Mixon. Ooh. T. Higgins and Joe Mixon. And they're both on the offensive side of the ball because, of course, you're going against this defense. And this defense is one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league. T. Higgins, Why? Because Jalen Ramsey, most likely with probably one or two, you know, with, with help from safeties... He's gonna he's gonna be covering Jamar Chase all game, and it's gonna be very similar to what we saw with the Chiefs. So I think T Higgins needs to have one of those games like he did against the Chiefs, plus a hundred you know hundred and hundred plus yards, probably a tubby, and you're looking at you know he he has to be the main um, the main option for Joey B because guess what, Jamar Chase is gonna be is gonna be covered hopefully most well not hopefully but well hopefully for the Rams but cover most of the game. And he's got to have like a Gabriel Davis for the Bills type game where Stefan Diggs doesn't have a game and Stefan Diggs is pretty much shut down and Gabriel Davis sets a record. I mean, I mean, no pressure on T. Higgins, but you're going to have to do something pretty amazing on this Rams yeah. defense to really give him a chance. Yeah. Notice that you didn't mention flyest white boy in the country, Evan McPherson, uh, as one of the most important players for yeah. this Bengals team. I'll I be mean, honest. I was thinking about it and for some, I just, his name, I couldn't, I couldn't remember his name, so I didn't want to sound like an idiot. <laughs> Um, but yeah I think also (laughs) Flyers white boy in the game Evan McPherson yeah I think he you can bang him from 50 man you can bang him from 50 that helps takes the load off a little bit not a bad day and with this defense in the red zone I'm pretty sure they've got quite a a high red zone like uh, they stop a lot of teams in the red zone if you have if you have big bad (laughs) Evan Knocking them over consistently, keep keeping applying, you know, to keep applying scoreboard pressure. We've seen what happens to the Rams when it is close, heading into the fourth quarter, 
And who do we trust in the fourth quarter at the moment? Burr. Burr. It's cold. It's cold. He's damn cold. <laughs> it's so damn cold. Oh, God. It's it's going to be interesting. Mankin, who are the Rams? Who are the top two most important players? And are they both on defense? I guess no. is the converse. I was thinking really? about this when you were asking Tim. I think, look, elephant in the room, it's definitely Matt Stafford. Like, boring <laughs> as it is, like, this guy... I, I think we're all in the same minds here. The Rams, the only team that can really beat the Rams are, is probably Matt Stafford, actually. As long as Matt Stafford has a good game or above, they're going to win this because I don't think... I think the Rams will at least tame the Bengals' offense. So it's going to come down to, can Stafford just put up their, you know, in the 20s and 30s at the points of the game? As long as he doesn't throw any interceptions that are just mind-boggling because he's done that pretty much every single round I believe up to this point point. and remember I think that last against the Niners that Stafford pick at the end and it should have been picked off that was dropped like that's that's the game right there so yeah. he just needs to avoid those picks so Stafford's definitely one other one's probably Jalen Ramsey because I think as we mentioned before I don't think the Bengals are going to beat the Rams uh, you know running the ball uh, so they're going to have to beat him deep obviously Jamar Chase T Higgins Tyler Boyd those guys I think Jalen Ramsey I don't think I would imagine you're not going to see him one on one a lot. That would be my guess. I imagine he's just going to kind of like be the you know just spy there at the safety position. He's just going to hover everywhere and try and cover any deep threat. Mm. If he has a great game and he takes out the you know the forty plus yard play that Joe Burrow wants to throw, it's going to be really hard for the Bengals. I think those two are definitely the main guys for sure. Mm. Okay, so those are the most important ones. These are the flashy guys. My next one that I had, and you know, uh, let me know if you if you don't have anyone for me. Next up, I had the underrated player that, that has a chance to make a really big difference, right? And I'll give you a chance to think about it, and I'll go straight to the Bengals. And Mankin, me and you have been talking about this dude every time we try to open a bet. And it's CJ Uzama, the tight end for the Bengals. I think this is a dude who had a couple weeks in the season where he was the main receiver over Jamar Chase, and he puts up huge numbers. The dude is a giant and can actually make a real difference. And I think similar to what you were saying, Tim, in terms of T. Higgins taking the load off Jamar Chase... CJ Uzama can take the load off incredibly, and it means T. Higgins doesn't have to have all the pressure on him as well. I think if a dude like him can step up, man, this Bengals offense might just have a chance. On the Rams side of the ball, can you guys think of anybody that you think might not be getting thunk of too much right now? Because everybody's obviously thinking about Matt Stafford. Everyone's thinking about Cooper Cup. Everyone's thinking about Jalen Ramsey. You got it? Aaron Donald? There he is. Is it Aaron Donald? (laughs) Is it Aaron Donald? Or is it it even... Von Miller, Tim, you've been talking about that. Yeah. No one, no one seems to want to want to be talking about Von Miller and what he can do in this situation. He's been here before, right? He has, he has. He's also won a Super Bowl MVP, Ben, and he's what thirty-four to one to win another one. Thirty-four to one, you'd be crazy <laughs> not to take it. You'd be crazy not to take it. He has had seven sacks, seven sacks in his last seven games. Yeah, I think. Been. Again, when you've <laughs> even, I was also thinking about Leonard Floyd, um, oh, nice. also on that defensive. Yeah, I got to play a prop for him. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, they're gonna the Bengals with that defensive line. What are they gonna do? They can't, they can't cover Aaron Donald. You know, they can't do one-on-one coverage or one-on-one blocking with Aaron Donald. So they're gonna double team him. So that's gonna leave the edge open for business. Yes, I love both Leonard Floyd and also, and also Von Miller. Um, and I think defensively, they they're gonna be two incredible playmakers. It's gonna be, you know, they're gonna be massive X factors. On the offensive side, again, I was thinking about it. Um, Sonny Michel, I think he's going to be underrated in this game. Yeah. <laughs> for the run pass option. 
And I think they're yeah. going to play him very similar to how he played in the previous Super Bowls and playoffs mm. with Tom Brady. Mm. And he's been there before. Not yeah. only, like a lot of these teams, a lot of these players haven't been to a Super Bowl or haven't won a Super Bowl. So I think Sony Michelle is going to be that cheeky or, or, or sneaky X factor on that offense. Just to settle things down. Any time touchdown scores on about this that podcast. One? <laughs> what do you think about that one? Oh my god. Oh, I don't know, I man. Like it. Be people think about it. Oh my god. All right. So, should we move to the matchups? So let's have a look directly. Offense, offense, defense, defense. Let's go straight through there. Start up. We've got offense. Who are you taking? I mean, I'm going to have to take the Rams. I just think. I look. There's a strong case to just go with ice. Joe Burr, but there's just too much going on with the Rams. And, like, we've talked about Cooper Cup a little bit, but we could probably do 20 minutes on the guy. Like, we know the ball's going to Cooper Cup. Like, we know that's what's going to happen. You still can't stop it. And that's just incredible. And if you do manage to stop Cooper Cup, good good luck. you got Odell Beckham Jr. is now one-on-one on, one on the side. Van Jefferson, like, it's a shame Tyler Higby's not playing because, or he doesn't look like he's going to play because he's just a beast to have mm. as, like, a fourth, fifth option. Mm. And, look, Cam Akers gets a bad rap. He's had a bad couple of games. I think that's a nice way of putting it but I still think he does a job for them with Sony Michelle and Matt Stafford you're not going to get a full you're not going to get four quarters of excellent quarterbacking but goddamn those two and a half quarters of quarterbacking you get from him are special so I think you got to go Rams Tim is it a little bit cold in here I think it is a little bit cold <laughs> I think in it here, is man. a little bit cold in here Tim I'm, I'm, I don't know about you offense I might is there a bit of a chill it. it's, a, it's a real chill this is a real chill. And you know what? I, I, I like the Bengals. I actually like the Bengals offense more than the Rams. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I have a real hate for Matt Stafford. Maybe it's because I think that I think that the Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, C.J. Uzama is just like a nuts receiving core. And I think Joe Mixon's a better running back than Cam Akers. Like, I think in an in a, in a isolated bubble, not against the Rams, that offense is nuts, right? Because Joe Mixon is in the mix, right? I think we're discounting Joe Mixon because it's Rams, right? But, it, listen, man, you put that in a bubble, in a vacuum even? I like that Bengals offense. I don't know about you, Tim. Let's... Ben, I'm with you. Oh, I am with you. And the reason this. why is because they need to be that Bengals offense that we're so accustomed to. Otherwise, they don't win this game. So there's a level of, there's a level of kind of, um, there's a must. There's a must for them to perform or outperform the Rams' offense because guess what? We all know which defense we're going to be taking. Hang on, that's not the question though. Let's just, just think about this logically, right? If you go one, one, one on one every single player there running down, Cooper Cup's better than Jamar Chase. Yeah. Right, come on. Odell Beckham Jr. is better than every single other receiver except Jamar Chase, maybe. Agreed? Maybe? Really? Maybe? No, I'd take Jamar over OBJ. But I see what you mean. Jamar, the second best the second, the second best. best receiver. I mean, Got take it. your pick. Van Jefferson's pretty good. You can take Tyler Boyd. He That's is. fine. I think Tyler Higby, Tyler. even though he's probably not going to play, and CJ Uzuma, probably even, really, mm. for what they do. I think about Running it. backs, Akers, Mixon. Mixon gets a slight edge. Can we just highlight Big the... Big slight, edge. Slight. It's like it'll Big. kind of scratch your finger, but Big. it won't get blood. It's that kind of edge. Huge. It's just you've there's also a zero. can we forget about the offensive lines just for a second if yeah. they count as offensive? That, that's Jesus yeah. Christ! Let's, 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 Holy, that's not the fun moly. part. No one cares about the Tim, other line. Tim, no one you cares. and I, you and I, could be left and right tackle for the Bengals right now, and we would have a field day <laughs> getting a starting job. It's bad. I reckon Ben would even be the long snapper or the snapper. 100. <laughs> He'd be playing setup. 
they're bad guys. They're historically bad. They're the worst offensive line to ever make a Super Bowl. Let's put that but in perspective. Really? Yeah. Wow. But they're the worst nice. offensive line. But Zach. I know, and you're gonna go quarterback? Matt Stafford. Joey Burr. First three quarters, I want was... Stafford. Last quarter, I want Joe Burr. But I'm saying overall, that Rams offense has to be come on, let's come on, guys. Two versus one, Max. Sucks to suck, kid. Sucks to suck. Yeah, but the one happens to be me, Ben. And that trumps. That's true. And you are Damn. incredibly trumps. knowledgeable. <laughs> trumps you too. Alright, let's do defense. It's Rams. Easy. Let's not even yeah. think about it. I guess the interesting one here, the special teams. Come on. <laughs> do you think about it? It's gotta be better. You gotta think right? about it. You have to think about it a little bit. You've got to think about it slightly. Pretty sure Matt Gay, oh. pro bowler. He, he can't kick it any longer than 50 yards. So anything under 50 yards, <laughs> he's automatic. Man, automatic. He's automatic. Hecker? Heckler? Oh, Hecker. Yeah. He- he's a Hecker. Hecker. He, yeah, is. he is ridiculous. So that's why I'm now thinking... The literal flyest white boy on the planet no, is no, come really, on literally playing come on, on to the Bengals, my guy. Come on now. It's, it's the Bengals. Good, it's got to be the Bengals. He is. He is. I think... Yeah, I'm torn. Can we call that? Can we can we do draws in this? Okay, we can have a draw there. We I'd want. like to call that a wash. Um, why don't we? Why don't we? Why don't we draw the offense then? No, <laughs> we can draw. We, we can draw the, the offense. And no, then... Tim, we won. The Bengals won you the offense. Win. We won that. Even one. even Tim won that didn't one. win. That's why he's trying to go for a no. Draw. Tim, Joey Burr, Joey Burr, <laughs> Joey Burr. Just well, think, I Joey guess, Burr. We'll jump to the last one because this decides it. Because we've got a, we got Bengals for one, Rams for one, and then a draw for the third one. The last one's couch. I mean, <laughs> oh look, not on. as close, not as not as much of a disparity as you'd think, but definitely why is John McVay is better. Listen, Why I've got a lot of so Zach close? Taylor love. I know I've got him in my... Uh, I know we do players to watch. He is actually one of my players to watch as coach to watch. But yeah, look, there's a lot of, there's a lot to like about Zach Taylor. Let's not forget, this guy at the start of the year was considered to be not only one of the worst coaches in the league, but probably everyone's favourite to be the first coach fired. Like, Zach yeah. Taylor was just on the chopping block. We all thought around week six, week seven. Is the guy a schematic genius? No. Is he going to transform the game with his ideas? No. But... <laughs> Unlike a lot of coaches, he has a small ego and he has a really good ability to kind of adjust on the fly, which I think is actually quite a rare trait in coaches. And we saw it on full display last week where he obviously had a week of game planning that was atrocious, and we saw that in the first half. And instead of getting attached to the week's worth of work, he just went, assumingly, this is crap, let's try something new. And it was unbelievable what they did in the second half when they dropped eight back against Mahomes. And well, they were, I think he threw for 50 yards at an interception in the second half, Patrick Mahomes. Zach Taylor's really good, but Sean McVay, unfortunately, the coach he's going up against is probably one of the best three in the league. And so you've got to give it the edge, but I don't think it's a huge difference. Tim? I'm going Zach Taylor. Oh, no. Really? Really? Oh, no. And what's just so blatant in my mind at the moment is Sean McVay, do we not remember 2018? That was one of the worst coaching jobs I have ever seen in the Super Bowl. Zach Taylor, like you said, Mags, he's not he's not a schematic genius. He's not going to do anything fancy. But do you know what he is? He's a winner. We've seen this. He's a winner. He's a win- now. Do I think do I think Sean McVay is a better coach? 18, 19 games of the of the season, yes. But do I have an inkling? 
that he's not going to perform to where he needs to in the Super Bowl? I do. There's something there, isn't there, Tim? There's a, a part of me feels like, oh no, who do I think's going to make oh, the no. wrong call in the fourth quarter? In the fourth quarter, I think McVeigh's going to make the wrong call in the fourth quarter more likely than Zach Taylor. And like you said, Mankin, Zach Taylor doesn't have that ego. McVeigh's been here before, sure. He's meant to win. He's playing. He's coaching the Los Angeles Rams for Christ's sake. Zach Taylor's coaching a damn team from Ohio. They're not meant to be here. I think. <laughs> Isn't that ego's gonna play in there, man? I don't know. Inch man. by inch, baby. In. Inch by inch. I play think McVeigh might, might get a little bit might get a little bit in over his head. I think he, he's gonna think he's all that. I'm willing to I'm willing to draw that last one. Oh, if you God. if you're willing to draw that last one. You can't honestly be telling me that you've got Zach Taylor on the same level as Sean McVeigh based on a twenty eighteen Super Bowl where they went up against the the greatest coach of all time. Tim put up Tim put he up was an beaten. incredible case just then. He, Tim put yeah, up he a got really beaten good case. by the best coach of all time. Right? No, Schematically. No, no. He and guess what? Absolutely. Guess what happened? He the, the you, best you think offense, it's a loss? the best no, 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 offense. No, 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 no. no, sorry, of course. It's a learn, Manx. We it's all understand that. <laughs> but the best offense in the league put up 13 points or less against against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I got that. But my point is, like, okay, that happened. And now he's back, what, two years later, three years later. So he's obviously learned something. Zach Taylor... Yeah, he's learned to trade for incredible players. Zach Taylor, he gets he's lucky... That he has Joe Burrow because all those fourth quarter plays that you're saying Sean McVay will make the mistakes and Zach Taylor won't, he's got Joe Burrow there. That who's, you know, Joe Burrow. There's stories that come out when the mics. So he understands. Work, he understands which when plays. When the headset doesn't work, Joe Burrow calls plays. Like the guy in his rookie year, like the guy's just unbelievable. And I love Zach Taylor, but you can't tell me he's better than Sean McVay. There is. I'm not saying he's better is, than Sean McVay. That's I'm not question. saying he's better than Sean McVay. I'm saying that he's better in the Super Bowl than Sean McVay. The, su- the, the Super gonna... Bowl that Zach Taylor has never been in. Max. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl where Sean McVay got absolutely annihilated in his get offensive scheming. You have to get there. What's Zach Taylor done this year? What's Zach Taylor done this year? Yeah, it's the same thing as Sean McVay for the second time against the Chiefs team, which arguably could be considered better than the Rams. That's not a thing. You can't that's not a that's not a reason to tell me Zach to cold take, Tim. I and I'm willing I'm, I'm willing not. to say that I'm willing to say that Sean McVay's the better coach, but I wouldn't be surprised if Zach Taylor ends up being a better coach in the Super Bowl. Like Tim said. Thank you. Thank you. Man. So with that, Rams win on matchups. They take two of the they take two of the four, one draw, and the Bengals win the offense. God, I gotta say, it was not. It was, you crawled across the line. I gotta say. Do you want to do? Does anyone have any? I I got a I got a thing on players to watch because I thought there was some, basically some storylines. If that team was to win, what that means for them? Because there's actually mm-hmm. quite a few that are worth noting. I'll kick it off with the main one, the elephant in the room, Matt Stafford. Like I think a Super Bowl win. If the Rams were to win this Super Bowl after everything that's led up to it this whole year. Rams going all in uh, for the last few years and then getting Stafford as well. I think it completely validates his entire career. And frankly, I think Stafford's a Hall of Famer if he wins a Super Bowl. Because the stats don't lie with Stafford. And then once you've got given him the Super Bowl in his first year out of Detroit, I think that kind of means something. If you look at... i got Aaron Rodgers' career stats and Matt Stafford's career stats. They are actually surprisingly similar 
Rogers eleventh in passes complete. Staff, sorry, Stafford eleventh. Rogers tenth. They're both one away from each other in total passing yards. Uh, passing yards per game. Rogers is fourth all time. Stafford's twelfth. Uh, more Stafford has more game winning drives than Rogers, and he's only a few places behind on total touchdowns. You, if you put them side by side, blind resume with both of the one Super Bowl and all those stats, Rogers one of them's a guaranteed Hall of Famer. And the other one's Matt Stafford. So I think I think Stafford gets in with a Super Bowl win, which I think, considering what we thought he was two years ago on the Lions, is a pretty incredible turnaround. D- does the ring get discounted at all because of the fact that this team is stacked? Like, does this feel like a KD ring so. at all no, to you? I don't think it can because of what the Rams looked like last year with Goff. Okay. And I think, okay. I think it's clearly, you can tell that the... The organization's gone all in to get this guy because they think he was the missing piece. And it will always the narrative will be he was the missing piece because that's what it looks like. Mm. So I don't think so. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And I think also what validates it is the fact that, well, one, Detroit has gone horrifically wrong. Yeah. But two, I think if he gets a Super Bowl MVP as well. Yeah, that's that just. Thing. And I think next year, another year under that team, Again, we can be looking at you know regular season MVP. So you know he had an yeah. incredible season this year, and he, he he wins a chip. Yeah, I'm with you. Hall of Fame. Probably yeah. probably not first ballot. No, he'll but... just slide in there in the late rounds. He'll get in there. Yeah. Then, and conversely, like, what does it look like for him if he doesn't win? Like a serial. It's not. Yeah. Like gets placed on this incredible team and still can't win. Mm. I mean, the game starts and ends with the quarterback at the end of the day. How does that look for him? Is he still is he still a Hall of Famer then? No, not if they don't win it. But I do think okay. the Rams have a couple, maybe one or two years left in this window. So okay. it, he's yeah. still got time. But I think he need, he needs that Super Bowl. I think to get in. If he doesn't win, yeah. If he doesn't win a Super Bowl with the resemblance of this team or within their Super Bowl window, then. I, I would completely agree. If he does, then of course different story. Mm. So it's not the it's not the end. This isn't like his end game. Like this isn't his last opportunity. But it again, this could be almost like a Chris Paul situation. Like okay. last year, you know how yeah yeah. So of course it may end up differently than it did for Chris Paul. But those kind of similarities, it's the validation of the the entire career. Although Chris Paul is a much better player over his career yeah that's 100% yeah, yeah fair enough <laughs> what does this look did like did anyone else have a what does it look like watch? for Joey B yeah what does it look like for Joey B Joey in his B. legacy I mean goes down as look. that dude I think is what it goes down as an NCAA championship Heisman and then an NFL championship and probably an NFL Super Bowl MVP all in the space of three years Jesus after Christ. an ACL injury dude I think he immediately becomes that dude and immediately gets sprung into having, you know, the expectation on his shoulders of the next Tom Brady, right? He immediately is going to have that and he's going to be sprung into those top quarterbacks straight away, Mm -hmm. I think is what happens for Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Joey B has, you know, had this incredible run from 2018 to now is ridiculous and coming off a injury to bring this team here... That just caps it off, and I think you talk about you talk about expectations. He was always touted as a as a bust coming into the league, so 
again, this kid has done, or this guy has done everything. Because he's older than this man. This, this man has done everything. <laughs> this God face. has done everything to prove everyone wrong, and this cements it. I would. I think if they win the Super Bowl, you'd assume he's Super Bowl MVP. If they win it, I think he's the new yeah. face of the league. I reckon he trumps Mahomes. I think it's now his league. Just because of the, wow. the marketability of this guy. Everyone loves him. Everyone loves his Bengals team. Everyone loves Joe Burrow. He's the humbleness of him. The yeah. Just the, the charisma. Like, there's a certain aura around this guy now that he's got on this playoff run that you can't, like... doesn't matter how many wins mm. Mahomes has. It's something that Burrow has I don't think actually Mahomes does have. And it's the same thing that people talked about with, like, obviously, Tom Brady. Like, there were people on the sidelines of the Rams when they were mic'd up talking about how Brady's going to come back and probably win this game during the game. Like, there's a certain aura to Brady that you just can't explain. Michael Jordan had the same yeah. thing. Like, he nearly had him beat before they walked up. <laughs> Joey B's developing that. There's this almost, like, yeah. Joey B rocks up to a ground and everyone's like, oh, it's this guy. Like, he doesn't. this guy doesn't lose big games. We're going to have to really get lucky. If they win it, man, I just think he's going to come into the league next year. You think he's got swag now? Wait till the Bengals rock up next year with this guy's just... He's already kind of validated a... Getting, the, getting a Super Bowl as a quarterback is a big deal, right? If he gets it this early, mm. all the talent he has, the way that these, this Bengals team's shaping up for the future. Man, scary, scary time to be in the AFC North. I'll tell you what. <laughs> and also Jackson <laughs> Mahomes isn't his brother, so that, that's a plus. That, yeah, he gets away with that one, doesn't he? God. He does. That is lucky. It's a huge Super Bowl for oh. him as well, Jackson Mahomes, because if the Bengals <laughs> win this then the Chiefs know they could have been there. I reckon Mahomes yeah. will tighten that circle. We won't see any more Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> That's Damn possible. God. Damn. Sad That's, day. That's a sad day. We don't want to wish that on anyone. Uh, you guys have any more players to watch or storylines to think of? Um, I, I guess the a... only one would be... Oh, no, you go, Manx. No, if you got one. If you got one. Oh. I was just thinking just off, off the top of my head, Aaron Donald as well. Oh, that's nice I think he he's already what a three or four time defensive player of the year. Mm. Um, you know, one of the most disruptive, if not the, you know the greatest pass rushes or interior pass rushes of all time. He finishes with a ring. Um, again, Hall of Fame. He's already in the Hall of Fame, but this just puts him at one of the all time greats. Um, and so I, I do hope he ends up with a ring because he definitely deserves it. Um, but yeah, I think one to watch, or at least a legacy to watch, is Aaron Donald. And I think, and in part, you, I seen, yeah, I think. Have you seen interviews that Aaron Donald's been doing leading up to this Super Bowl, oh, or like yeah, him mic'd scary. up? All he's talking about is the fact that he just needs this ring, because he, like, he knows, and I think we all know, this dude is special, and this dude deserves one hundred percent a ring, and is the only reason why I would want the Rams to win is for yeah. Aaron Donald to get a ring. Like the dude yeah. just deserves it. He's insane. Consistently, everyone in the league views him as the best player. So, yeah. oh man, just the validation he must get for that would just be incredible. Incredible. Yeah. I reckon with a win, Aaron Donald <coughs> probably goes into like the tier one of best defensive players of all time. Like, I reckon he goes right yeah. up there with like, you know, Ed Reed, yeah. Ray Lewis, LT, primetime. Like, you're going to have to have Aaron Donald because three time yeah. defensive player of the year, Super Bowl, like, just stud. Pretty much the first, first pass rush to get triple teamed on a weekly basis, and oh, you still dude. can't stop him. Nah, yeah. he's. Uh, could he, could he have a Super Bowl MVP? Nah, he's going to get triple teamed. Stafford's, Stafford's award team, to, to lose. Yeah, I think I think he will be the he will be one of the main reasons why they win, just because of all the attention put on him. He won't have the stats to back it up as an MVP, mm. unfortunately. 
Mm. It's like he didn't win. You know, he he would probably win Defensive Player of the Year yep. every single year if he wasn't consistently doubled and triple teamed. It's it's like it's like if if the NFL rewarded Defensive Player of the Year like they do in the NBA, where they just give it to Rudy Gobert, right? If they who is the best defense. <laughs> If the NFL was just more like the NBA and they just recognized that a guy was a great defender, regardless of stats, man, maybe maybe then Aaron Donald would, would get God. the attention he Shut deserves. him down. Shut him down. <laughs> Moving on. I got one more. I got one more. I got one and a half more. I got one more main one. Uh, yep. Odell Beckham Jr. Um, mm. OBJ in this playoff run, if he was able to cap off this amazing playoff run he's had with a super with a Super Bowl, I think it just... I don't think it transforms his legacy as of now, but I think what it does allow, I think the start of next year, he gets a completely fresh start in my mind. Because I think I think we go into next season with like, a, okay, you've had a, you had that great year. You've obviously had all the past issues that you've had. Now that you've proven that you get onto a good situation that you just ball out, maybe, we, maybe you actually were right all along. Maybe it really was the Giants and it really was the Browns' fault that you struggled. I think that happens if they win the Super Bowl. I think he goes into next year. If he has a great next season after winning the Super Bowl this year, I think it kind of gets he gets to wipe that slate pretty clean. And another thing, it makes looks pretty damn bad for the Browns if OBJ balls out the Super Bowl because <laughs> he's man, he's openly so blamed good. them for his struggles. <laughs> yeah. So that's my thing on Odell. I, I like it because also like from his perspective, next year coming in with a clean slate, but also he has the opportunity to get a bag. So financially, man's set. Um, with the, I mean, look, I think. Also, credit has to go to um, one Cooper Cup. I'm not going to give credit to Matt Stafford, but also Sean McVay and that oh offensive um, coordinator, um, just for being able to utilize OBJ. Now, we saw at the Browns, he was disgruntled pretty much as soon as he got there. Um, so I think the way that they, you know, all the his team around him and the organization behind him um, were able to kind of put him in positions to succeed I think that also has to be a factor for him but I agree him with the Super Bowl yeah uh, uh, it's just going to suck that Butto's not going to stop talking about it but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> that would suck oh man that's all I should got. we should we dive into <laughs> the money the money making time or have you got anything else you wanted to talk well, about so just to make just to, ha- clar- just to clarify what are our actual picks so you two are you know, if you had to give 20 seconds of who you're picking and why, have you, have you both gone Bengals? Go 20 yeah, seconds why. We'll start with, we'll go one at a okay. time. Give it to team. You've got 20 seconds. Who are you picking and why? Okay. Everything is pointing to the Rams. Their defense, their ability on offense, and the coaching staff. But there is something about this Bengals team that I can't put my finger on. And I've just, I've got a feeling that this run isn't going to end in... A Super Bowl loss. I feel like they're going to take it home, and Joey B is going to be Super Bowl MVP. It's the heart, Manx. We've gone with our head the entire season. It's the heart. Yeah. I think same. for me, it's the quarterback. Right, it's the quarterback situation of Matt Stafford wanting to push it down the field consistently and throwing an interception, and Joe Burrow being calm and composed, and the fact that, and genuinely, the fact they have Evan McPherson. Because the fact that I don't then have pressure as a coach to have to go for it on fourth, and I can literally just trust my kicker is going to hit it from 50 yards. I think in a game like the Super Bowl where, let's be honest, offenses do start to stall up a little bit, that's going to be paramount. So 
That's why I got the Bengals, and I just I love Joey Burr. I love Joey Burr. That's what it is. See, I went into trying to look at who I'm going to take with the exact same attitude. I went, it's just going to be Joe Burrow. It's just got that look about it. I trust him in the big moment. I swung towards the Rams as soon as I realized Joe Burrow is not going to be given the opportunity to win this game for them because I think the Rams are just going to eat him alive. I just think they're going to give him no time. I just think it's going to be too much. I think this, this Bengals offensive line, like I said, worse than Super Bowl history. You're going against one of actually one of the best pass rushers, best pass rushing teams in NFL history as well. I think yeah. this is the end. I think Joe Burrow will not be allowed to win this game on his own. Um, I think that's going to cost him. I just don't think they're going to score enough points. And I think Stafford will make mistakes, but he'll, he'll, he'll crawl them over the line. So I've got Rams winning. Damn, wow. But I love the magic. I love the magic. Hey, I picked the Bengals. I picked the Bengals with the Chiefs, all right? To beat the Chiefs, all right? I'm all for the magic. There's some magic in Aaron Donald, too, though. Got to remember that. Man. It's the time we now. Let's make some money. Yeah. Should we make some money? Let's make some goddamn money, shall we? Do we want to start with some like the quirkier Super Bowl props that we found that we liked? And then we can end with if anyone's got any kind of like, I wouldn't say more serious ones, but more analytical ones, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do, we'll go round table, see what we've liked. Ben, <laughs> let's start off with the one that is going to... Because remember, okay. we've all got money. We're gonna, we, we will be putting money on this. We have a lot of money there in the will. group betting account, Kitty, after a successful playoff run. <laughs> let's not throw it away, all right? Let's what not. have you got for me? I'm going to jump straight to the end of the game. I, and and I, I hate to have to do this, but at the end of the game, something happens. Something really important happens at the end of the game. And you know what yeah. that is? Someone grabs a tub of Gatorade oh, no. and they pour it on the goddamn <laughs> coach. Yeah, they do. If we look, right, at the history of the color of the Gatorade, blue happened two of the last three years. And blue is currently the favorite at $2.98. That's fair. I'm under the impression that this year is going to be clear slash water for my insiders within Gatorade and The Athletic at $5.40. Okay. See, if, my... not that, if not that, orange at See, $4. I think if we think the Rams will win, we go clear, clear slash water. If we think the, the Bengals will win, surely orange. Surely they've got orange Gatorade for the Bengals. Like, it has but... to be. That's a good point. Another thing to think of is the fact that apparently Gatorade CEO or Gatorade's insider says that they place three tubs with three different colors on each sideline. So the players just randomly grab one and tip oh, it on their head. Oh, so we're not... Oh, damn. Didn't think about that. Unless, unless of course, they do think, you know what? Screw it. Let's just give three to the three orange ones to the Bengals, which would make sense. Yeah. Do, and do, I guess that's why on, they've got blue what's the, the least, what's the least tasteful flavour? Because that'll be the one at the end of the game that's left with the most liquid and more likely to be used in the pouring action. I feel like... Just so we're clear, but purple, also, which one... Purple hasn't good. been used since 2012. Blue is, yeah. Purple, purple hasn't been used since 2012. That was the... That was, the was that the Ravens? The Ravens, yeah. That was Giants. Funny, that. Well, that was 20, Giants. Oh, no, 13 was the Ravens. Oh, um, damn, I was thinking... 20, oh, that would have been great. Great pickup that would have been... The last time yellow-green was used was 2018 with the Eagles, which, funnily enough, is kind of close to their colour. Green, yeah. right-ish. What, what also colour. looks coolest? <laughs> what, also, what also looks coolest on TV? Orange. Orange, Orange does look cool. TV. If the Bengals win, it looks cool. 
But is it almost a slap in the face to the Bengals if the Rams if it's pour orange, orange Gatorade? I think that must be coach? why blue is the favorite at two dollars ninety eight because of the Rams. Or yeah. would the Rams have yellow slash green slash lime? Because that's five dollars forty. I'm definitely an orange or yellow. Now I got you thinking. I'm definitely orange or yellow. Okay. I'm gonna don't like betting yeah. on the favorite with blue. We'll put that in the back pocket though. I like the back pocket. That one. I like it. Beautiful. I like it. I like that. Easy. Anyone got someone else? I actually have one that's football related. If you want to kick one off. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, where do I start? Do I do you want me to start with the one that thinks an absolute lock, just yeah. to get the ball rolling? You can do Evan McPherson total field goal attempted. I Brother, saw this one. It's the yes. odds are low. It's a dollar sixty four for more than one and a half. Yes. Evan McPherson is gonna get that boot out more than two two or more times this game. Like that. Yes. I know it's a dollar sixty four. I reckon that's just a lock. That could be the easiest money going around. Yes. Like, I think we have to put something in that. Hundred percent back for that one. That's just come on now. What are you doing, sports bet? That's free money. Love it. Yep. Just Love lock it. that one away. Lock that one away. Thanks. I had that one as well. That one just seemed too easy. It did seem too easy, which worries me. But we'll still bet it. Ben, Tim, you got I think anything? we've, I think we've got something, <laughs> and I'm liking it. Mm-hmm. No touchdown. So the shortest touchdown is going to be over a yard and a half. I saw this one. Two dollars ten. Oh, pass it Two dollars ten for a two-yard touchdown. That's all for that is. For a two-yard touchdown, so it pretty much can't be a quarterback sneak. And it can't or, be a what is a um. Pass interference in the end zone. Don't they go to the yeah, one? One go to the one. Yeah. And also, you know, when people get people just get stopped right short of it, that happens a lot. I look. Yeah. I love the creativity because I did yeah. see that one as well. But I just think it's a stay away. I just don't trust it. Hey, we'll we'll put it in the back pocket. Take it in the back. Uh, I'm actually just going to put that outside the back pocket. I'm going to keep it near the back pocket. <laughs> hey, I'll keep it over there. It, it'll sit it's on the here. desk. It'll oh, sit I on my it. desk. It's right here. But right now, I've got orange Gatorade in the back pocket. And then my Evan McPherson one I have right out. Let's go back to bed. We'll round the table. What else have you got? Um, I had... Oh, where, where'd you go? There it is. I actually had um, Matt Stafford. Well, see, I'm, this is me covering the Bengals. So obviously we think the Bengals are going to win and we have some money on the Bengals winning. In the case that that doesn't happen, I like Matt Stafford to throw two touchdowns and the Rams to win at $2.20. Yeah, I kind of like that. Two touchdowns. That two sounds like a lot. Like that could be good. two touchdowns and the Rams to win. Like that feels like really. Two dollars twenty. Yeah. Kind of like that. Thank you. I like that one 230. too. Two thirty. Yep. Right. Yeah, and like if that. anything, it's as a cover bet. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could chuck a couple. Of, want... Chuck an extra couple of legs in there just for. I mean, <laughs> how do you feel about how do you feel about three touchdowns and the Rams to win at three thirty? No, that doesn't. You're pushing it. Easy target. Easy target. Or do you want free printed money of one touchdown and the Rams win at one dollars fifty? No, I like the yeah. two. Two twenty is nice. I like there the two twenty is nice. That's a real one. That's not even a prop bet either. That's just that's just a normal. That's just bet. a. Look at me taking it seriously. God damn. If you want to hear a serious bet, watch this. Oh god. The first drive of the game to end in a field goal oh. attempt. Wow. So they don't have oh. to make the field goal. Just has to be an attempt. Mm. Five dollars twenty five. That's a lot of money. Five dollars twenty-five. I think five twenty-five. Awfully high, to not at least attempt. Just an attempt. 
he can go in or not. So that's if the Bengals get the ball first, as long as they get within fifty-five yards, they're going. They're going to try and take. The yeah, game. but is there is there a world where they have a three and out? The Rams are at home, straight out the bat. The crowd is super loud. I reckon there's a chance they. Throw I agree, out but my thing is five dollars twenty-five. It's the value, Ben. I think five dollars twenty-five is, is dirty. Man, can I? I like it. That's interesting. Back pocket that one as well. Back Actually, you know what? Front pocket that one. Okay. I like that. That can sit in the same pocket as Matt Stafford. Is what I th- is what I feel about that one. Okay, I've got yeah. two. So equal odds. Joey B to have a higher passing rate, passer rating than Matt Stafford. Ooh, a dollar eighty seven. Oh, Tim. Can you then multi it with Joe Burrow to have over twenty four and a half pass completions? Because I think this game, they're going to. Even reading the Athletic, have you read the Athletic? I swear they, (laughs) I swear they have that down as one of their ones. And finally, the first offensive play for the Bengals being a pass attempt in the game. The first success. Wait, the first. No, no, no. The play. first, or first offensive play. I think we've seen what what's tended to happen Ooh. is that the Bengals often pass early because, of course, the offensive line isn't great. So Joe Mixon doesn't pick up a lot of the yards. Do they just off the you know starting out, getting some momentum, what are the setting odds? the tone? Two dollars. Okay. Two dollars for the first two. pass attempt. So you've got two dollars for the first pass attempt, over twenty-four and a half pass com- completions at a dollar ninety-five, and then Joe Burrow to have a higher passer rating at a dollar eighty-seven. Oh, dude, God, man, you no, I don't like it. It's the that's, it's the passer rating, man. I don't like. Man, that's hard, dude. Aaron Donald's gonna literally eat Joe Burrow on the field. Yeah, but I think Matt Stafford. I think Matt Stafford's gonna be a little bit. Turnover heavy this game. He still may win the game because the defense is incredible and and he's still going to score touchdowns. But I feel like Joey B isn't going to turn the ball over. Mm. Again, hey, back pocket. I really like the pass attempt for the first offensive play. I'm really hot on that. Two dollars. Okay, I'm as happy well. to back pocket that one. The other two, I might need to take. A, I'm not sure, but I like that one, the pass attempt one, because I can see that for sure. Okay. Okay. Ben's not. Ben's not pleased. I'm not pleased. I like the pass attempts. I like the pass attempts. I know because the athletic has that one down as a lock. So that's why I like that one. God damn. Have you already? What else have you got, Megan? Um. Oh, where do I go? This one's a good one. I think this is a. We know Cooper Cup's going to be the guy that they're going to go after, right? But I do think mm-hmm. OBJ is going to get a lot of touches because of that. I could see OBJ. I, I could just see it, uh, especially the big stage for him. OBJ to have 70 plus yards receiving and a touchdown, $4.33. I do think this Rams team, this Rams offense is going to get a lot of yards on this Bengals defense. Bengals defense gives up a lot of yards. They're pretty good situationally, like in the red zone and third third downs, but I still think the Rams are going to get the yards. And I I like OBJ in the red zone as well. I think OBJ is a bigger target than Cooper Cup is in the red zone. So he's pretty yeah. much the dude. No Tyler Higby in the red zone. So I think, hey, look, OBJ mm. out there on the outside. Just a nice little back corner throw. I can see that. $4.30. I kind of liked it. We'll, we'll, we'll odds boost it to $4.50 for, <laughs> for the culture. I think that's there. 
Four fifty is nice. I like four dollars fifty. Right, I'm going to jump into. Oh, unless you have any more, Ben. A fun one. I mean, did we want to talk about what we think the last Cincinnati Bengal to record a reception would be? Oh, because, ben. <laughs> because just so we're clear, T Higgins at four dollars is really interesting and will make me watch the whole damn game with some real interest. I tell you what. Man, pass completion. The last pass completion. I've never completion. even thought about that while I've been watching a game. Who the hell yeah. catches the ball last? How friggin' insane is that? Oof. So, oh, I could just see it. Bengals down by two. Need a big play. Mm-hmm. T Higgins catches the ball. 50 yard field goal to win the game. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, All they're down by 20 and T Higgins gets a garbage time 30 yard completion. Like, yeah, that? true. Yeah, exactly. That could also Either happen one. too. Uh, That's back, all I had. That's back, all I had for those, those fun ones. The only... I've got two more. Each team to score at least one touchdown and one field goal. Dollar forty-five. Not oh, great. Too low. Not great. I'm trying to make money. But Bengals to win 1-13... to 13. At three dollars thirty-six. Now you've piqued my interest, Tim. Three dollars thirty-six. I'm gonna put that. In so my to take Bengals and the points, it's a dollar ninety. Bengals straight up is two dollars sixty-four, or Bengals one to thirteen is three dollars thirty-six. Sure, we've got I'll be honest. Of, if they win, Bengals money already. I'm worried we're setting yeah, up for true. failure. Start thinking, we already have a hundred on Joe hands. Burrow and another hundred on <laughs> Bengals to win. I'm just so confident in the Bengals. Stop. Stop. Far out. Jesus Christ. What else? Anybody else? What else you got? I got, I got, got I got one. I got two. One's a serious one. Joe Mixon over 24 and a half receiving yards. Bengals going to get okay. the ball that quick, which we know because they're not going to have a lot of time. And they're not yep. going to be able to run the ball. So I'm thinking Zach Taylor draws up some some cheeky uh, running back screens for Mixon to get him involved because he's a big part of their offense. Could see that only 24 and a half yards is the over under. I like that one. The other one that I think is fun and makes a lot of sense. My favorite out of everything Leonard Floyd to get the first sack at $9.50. Ooh. Bengals offensive line sucks, so the yes. Rams will get a sack at some point. He has nine and a half sacks on the year, second most out of any Rams player. And $9.50 odds for that. He's got the fourth worst odds, so the fourth best odds, but he's got the second most sacks of the year. Listen, I don't think it's that okay. crazy. Nine dollars fifty. The Bengals pass rush is crap. Like I said, front left pocket. And he's important. And if we know Don- Aaron Donald's going to get double teamed, Von Miller's going to get the next most attention. That leads that leaves the third guy just a clear pathway to Joey B to mm. knock him on the ground for the first sack of the game. Nine dollars fifty. I like that one. I like that. I like that. I think that's yeah. definitely jumping on. What's last? That's that's me. That's I'm, We're done. I'm, I'm 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 done with value. I was trying to find what what the Rams are one to thirteen. Didn't have enough time, but I like it, Manx. I like it. And I think there's a few. <laughs> there is definitely money to be made, and we're gonna check back in next week when we make that money. But in the meantime, thanks guys for listening to this week's podcast. Make sure you follow us on TikTok at Get Around It Pod. Again, thanks guys for listening, and bye.